1: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday, the 24th of May. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Nick Ellaby. China's alleged mistreatment of its Ouija Muslim population is thrown into the spotlight as the UN High Commissioner visits the country. My office continues to assess the alleged patterns of human rights violations, including reports of arbitrary detention.
0: And US President Biden seemingly takes a position on Taiwan for the first time.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing. As the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights visits China for the first time in 17 years, there are fears it could lead to an endorsement of China's record rather than scrutiny of it. Michelle Bachelet's six-day visit includes a trip to the far western region of Xinjiang, where China's been accused of abusing the rights of the mostly Muslim Ouija population. Xinjiang is home to around 12 million Uyghurs, who differ in religion, language and culture from China's majority Han ethnic group. China's long- Been accused of committing crimes against humanity against the Ouija population and other mostly Muslim ethnic groups. In 2018, a report from the UN found some one million were being unlawfully detained in what it called counter extremism camps, while an unofficial UK based tribunal last year alleged the Chinese state was committing genocide through forced sterilization. Speaking in 2021, Michelle Bachelet said she was working on mutually agreed parameters for a visit. In the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region, information that is in the public domain indicates the need for independent and comprehensive assessment of the human rights situation. My office continues to assess the alleged patterns of human rights violations, including reports of arbitrary detention, ill-treatment and sexual violence in institutions, coercive labour practices and erosion of social and cultural rights. China has repeatedly denied any mistreatment of Uyghurs, and the country's foreign ministry said it rejects political manipulation when asked if the UN delegation can visit the detention centres, re-education camps and prisons. Michelle Bachelet will not have representatives from the media travelling with her, operating in a closed loop, allegedly because of the pandemic. Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin said the private visit is to enhance exchanges and cooperation between both sides, and promotes the international cause of human rights.
0: Due to the impact of the epidemic, Bachelet's visit to China will take a closed loop approach. The two sides agreed not to arrange follow-up visits by journalists. And it is also indicated that Ms. High Commissioner would brief the media with facts on her visit. Friends from the media will have the opportunity to learn about Ms. High Commissioner's
1: trip. In a statement, Amnesty International's Secretary General Agnes Calamard said this visit is a critical opportunity to address human rights violations in the region, but it will also be a running battle against Chinese government efforts to cover up the truth.
0: The President of the United States says the US will protect Taiwan should China invade, a bold statement that goes against established policy. It sets out a clear challenge from Joe Biden to Beijing during his first visit to East Asia as president. When asked by a reporter during a joint news conference with Japanese leader Fumio Kishida if the US would defend Taiwan if it were attacked, the president answered yes. My expectation is it will not happen. It will not be attempted. My expectation is a lot of it depends upon just how strongly the world makes clear that that kind of action is going to result in long-term disapprobation by the rest of the community. For years, the US had a so-called strategic ambiguity on Taiwan, the democratic island China considers to be within its territory. But Biden's remarks suggest a commitment to the military defence of Taiwan. David Sachs of the Council on Foreign Relations says his statement was no gaffe or blunder. President Biden, when he was a senator, voted for the Taiwan Relations Act. He's visited Taiwan before. He's not new to foreign policy. In my view, given where it was said in Japan, next to the Japanese prime minister, the context coming after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, um, I believe that this was not a gaffe. Washington is obliged by U.S. law to provide the island with a means to defend itself, but the question of what it would do in the event of a Chinese invasion has been left deliberately unclear. Following Biden's comments, a White House official said there was no change in policy towards Taiwan. Meanwhile, China's foreign ministry said the United States should not defend Taiwan's independence. On the way, building collapse in Iran leaves 80 people trapped under rubble. And Amber Heard's lawyers decide not to bring Johnny Depp back to the witness stand.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing. For the first time since the invasion of Ukraine began three months ago, a Russian soldier has been sentenced to life in prison for war crimes. 21-year-old Vadim Shishamarin appeared in court in Ukraine after pleading guilty to shooting an unarmed man on his bicycle as he fled the country. His defence stated the man in his 60s had been on the phone and they believed he would give away the Russian position. Judge Serhii Agafonov said the tank commander was ordered to carry out a criminal order by a soldier of higher rank and had fired several shots at the victim's head. David Schwenderman, head of the Special Department for War Crimes of the Prosecutor's Office of Bosnia and Herzegovina, told Times Radio of the significance of the first conviction since this war began. It's rare that you get a POW who is prosecuted by a state for crimes committed before they became a POW, before they were captured. And it's especially interesting to have that person tried in a civil court as opposed to a military court, because the Geneva Convention, Geneva III, requires that a POW be tried by a military court, unless Ukraine would try its own soldiers in its civil court for the same event. The trial has huge symbolic significance for Ukraine, which has accused Russia of atrocities and brutality against its civilians during the invasion and says it's identified more than 10,000 possible war crimes. Russia's denied targeting civilians or involvement in war crimes.
0: you're hearing the distressing sounds of people in southwest Iran fleeing for their lives as an unfinished building starts to collapse before their very eyes. The Iranian Red Cross says rescue teams have been working through the night to remove people trapped in the rubble of the 10-storey office block in Abadan. Images show concrete floors and steel beams that had fallen onto the street below, crushing several cars. It's believed at least 10 people have died and dozens more were injured. Officials say they are investigating the cause of the collapse, but local prosecutor Hamid Maranipur has said both the building's owner and contractor had been arrested.
1: A report from UK MPs has found the way British troops and civilians were withdrawn from Afghanistan was a disaster and a betrayal which will damage the country's interests for years to come. The Foreign Affairs Committee concluded there were systemic failures of intelligence, diplomacy and planning, while mismanagement of the evacuation from Kabul last August likely cost lives. A spokesperson for the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office has defended its handling of the withdrawal and said it will review and respond to the committee's findings. Meanwhile, following a diktat from Afghanistan's ruling Taliban for all women in the country, including female television presenters, to cover their faces with a burqa, male newsreaders have also been wearing face coverings. Presenters and journalists at the privately owned Tolo News in Kabul, who wore masks, confirmed to the Daily Mail newspaper it was in solidarity with the female presenters. The Times Daily World Briefing, sport. The Ukraine war is causing controversy at the French Open. Here's John Jackson with the details.
0: Novak Djokovic says Wimbledon's decision to ban Russian and Belarusian players from this year's tournament following the invasion of Ukraine was wrong and lacked respect. As a result, Wimbledon was stripped of its ranking points by the ATP and WTA tours, which will affect players' ability to enter tennis events and receive seedings. Speaking after his straight-set win over Japan's Yoshihito Nishioka in the first round of the French Open, the Serbian said there was never a strong communication from the Grand Slam. Tennis governing bodies have themselves banned Russia and Belarus from international team competitions, but have allowed players from the two countries to compete as neutrals. Wimbledon is due to begin on Monday the 27th of June in south-west London.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment.
0: As the libel trial brought by Johnny Depp against his ex-wife Amber Heard enters its sixth and final week, Heard's legal team have decided to make a U-turn and not to call Depp back to the witness stand. It comes after a number of expert witnesses, including a psychologist and a surgeon, Testified on Amber Heard's behalf that evidence suggests Depp's behaviour was consistent with narcissism. The defamation trial was brought to court after a December 2018 opinion piece by Heard insinuated Depp was abusive towards her during their relationship. Depp, once among Hollywood's biggest stars, said Heard's allegations cost him everything, including losing a number of high profile movie roles. Heard's attorneys, who are countersuing Johnny Depp, argue she told the truth and that her opinion was protected free speech under the US Constitution's First Amendment.
1: And finally, the Queen of Great Britain has swapped her carriage and four-by-fours, making her first public appearance in a motorised buggy after suffering with mobility problems.
0: As celebrations for her platinum jubilee get into gear, Her Majesty was chauffeur-driven around London's Chelsea Flower Show, in a 62,000 pound six-seater golf buggy.
1: Buckingham Palace said adjustments have been made for the Queen's comfort and they've reportedly taken delivery of three vehicles with a top speed of 43 miles per hour.
0: The Queen, wearing a bright pink coat, was given a running commentary of the exhibitions by the president of the Royal Horticultural Society and aptly named
1: Keith Weed. And that's your Times Daily World briefing for Tuesday, the 24th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.